You are now listening to The Oliver Manley Show. This episode of the podcast is brought to you by Oliver's Picks. This is a monthly newsletter that I send out, and it's something that I don't share online. But these are the best of the best tools, actions, resources, books, videos that I know will be inspirational and impactful for your life. So if you're interested in this dose of goodness in your inbox every single month, you can go to olivermanalise.com forward slash picks. Are you going through a transition in your life? Are you looking for a career change? Are you in search of your life's purpose? Are you wondering if it's possible to make an impact as well as have a great life? These are the things that I work intensely with, with my coaching clients, and I'd be so interested to have a conversation with you about what is possible for you in your life, in your work, in your mission. If you're interested in having a conversation and seeing what having this kind of support can do for you, please go to olivermanalise.com and set yourself up with a complimentary session. I'd be very excited to speak with you. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of The Oliver Manalise Show. I am your host, Oliver Manalise, and if this is your first time here, this is a show where we get to explore what is possible for us as human beings by diving into the stories of adversity and triumph of inspirational people. If you've been getting value from the show, please make sure to subscribe at olivermanalise.com forward slash show. You can also do so on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Google Play, or wherever you get your podcasts. And as always, it would be a true honor if you could help spread the word about the show by sharing it with a friend, someone you care about, sharing it on social media. And as always, you can rate and write us a review over at iTunes. For any links, books, resources, videos, or people mentioned in the show, you can go to olivermanalise.com forward slash show for the full show notes for any of our episodes. Today, I'm really excited to share with you my conversation with the Jay Wong. He is the host of the number one rated podcast, The Inner Changemaker. I'm not going to get too much into his bio because we do so in the episode itself, but we definitely talk about the power of podcasting, the obstacles we face as entrepreneurs, breaking down your vision into smaller steps. This guy has a ton of experience in exploding people's podcasts, personal brands, online marketing, and he just he's just a wealth of knowledge, so much wisdom, and uh, we had a ton of fun talking together, and, and I'm really excited to hopefully have him again in the future for a round two on the show. Guys, I'm really excited to present to you my conversation with the Jay Wong. <laughs> hey Oliver man, super stoked to be here and and excited to uh to meet and, and and to share with your audience and and to have this conversation. Love it man. And and for many people who don't know who you are, I'm going to I'm going to let them know you are the Jay Wong. Not just Jay Wong, you're the <laughs> Jay Wong who can be found at thejaywong.com, theinnerchangemaker.com. You are a serial entrepreneur, business advisor, real estate investor and a host of the number one rated self-help podcast on iTunes, The Inner Changemaker. Your mission is to create empowering media that summarizes all of the great lessons covered on your show by other successful changemakers in hopes that these combined journeys will help business owners grow their business through online marketing and elevate their leadership 
with interviews from game-changing entrepreneurs such as Bob Proctor from The Secret, Sean Stevenson, American therapist and motivational speaker, Lisa Nichols, personal development giant, Grant Cardone, multimillionaire and real estate mogul, and many other prominent names around the world. It's literally no surprise that your podcast sits consistently on the top of the podcasting charts and is actively listened to over 123 countries. In October 2016, your podcast was featured in Toronto, downtown Toronto's busiest intersection, Young and Dundas Square. You have a very famous photo of you and your family there. I love it. And you recently got named as one of the top 40 millennial influencers to follow in 2018 and regularly inspires audiences of entrepreneurs, changemakers, and thought leaders at some of the most prestigious conferences and seminars around the world. Woo! Dude, love it. I love it, man. I love it. <laughs> well, I, I really appreciate being here and, and just, you know, diving deeper with you and, and seeing how you've grown your show. And, and I know we were talking a little bit off the record um, in terms of having your show um, and, and how that's, you know, been a great alignment piece for you and as well as your business. Um, so, I, you know, wherever we, you know, however this plays out, I'm really excited. Absolutely, man. Well, I know I we, we have a lot of uh, parallel parallels in our paths, uh, real estate investing, lots of mutual friends, and that's that's literally how I got to know who you were and found out about your show, and I even took one of your courses. Highly recommend uh, taking your courses, and it was just so invaluable. Like a lot of that stuff, it's it's some things that you might think. You might think you can do like, oh, I'm going to start a podcast and just share it with people. But there's so much more of a methodology and strategy that you laid out. And it's just so much more, um, it's just more thoughtful and a more thoughtful and more genuine way of approaching it. So I've got a ton of value from it and I'm still implementing it to this day. That's great. I love to hear that. And it's so cool. I mean, it doesn't happen like all that much, but it's amazing to be at events and, and to, you know, be out and to see and meet other people that have, you know, taken any of my advice, even if they've like listened to this and they've never, you know, paid for any of the courses or any of the trainings, anything like that. And they've went out, they implemented it, they took action. Um, and just to see how that has helped them uh, get their message out there and how that's helped them um, think about their legacy or position themselves to, to do something that they want to do and share something with the world. Uh, I, I think it's it's such an interesting time what we live in, um, and to, to be able to to be a part of anybody's journey like that, um, you know, I'm I'm definitely grateful for the for the opportunities. Absolutely, and I, I really want to get into the whole reason behind audio and podcasting and the value of it for the people who are listening. But um, I just want to I just want to get to it because from the outside, you're a rock star, man. <laughs> like you're living in Italy and you, and before we started hit recording, you're going to stay, you're going to be staying in Vancouver. You have your courses, you have your speaking, you, you're speaking with like billionaires and millionaires on your podcast and show and everything is, is awesome. And it's, and it's really, really empowering and inspiring, but I would love to, I would love to hear both sides of the coin. Cause I know it doesn't matter sure. how much people achieve. There's always still challenges that we all face. And I think seeing both sides of the coin for us helps people yeah. realize, okay, you know what? Jay is a human being. And wow, if he's, if he's able to do that, even though he's, he has all these challenges that he's overcoming, then I can, I can face whatever challenges are in front of me too. So it'd be great to hear like maybe like a highlight and a, and a, even a low light, maybe like the last three months, 12 months, or if whatever you're willing to share. 
Yeah, and and you know, Oliver, this is something that I think all um, personal brands and anybody who's like involved or they rely on social media on some level to kind of promote their products and services and, and their business. I think it's something that everyone struggles with, which is like, how do you highlight the humanity? How do you highlight the struggle and the day to day stuff? Because like my day to day is boring. <laughs> like I think it's boring, right? And um, you know, I, I was just at uh, a real estate investing event, and uh, you you know who Don Campbell is. Absolutely. Um, some people, if you don't know who Dan Campbell is, he's one of the you know he, he's an economist and one of the the best you know, and he's published like a million something books. Uh, but one of the only people I can listen to that talks about macro and microeconomics and not want to you know uh, walk out of the room and and go you know drink shots of vodka until I pass out. <laughs> um, but um, you know, he always says like investing in real estate. If you're doing it right, it's boring. You know, it's boring. And and the reason I bring this up is because, I, you know, I think uh, uh, I think if you're running your business, if you're trying to manage your emotions, you're trying to be a leader for your team, you're trying to be a leader for your family, you're trying to figure out how to go to the next level. You know, you're you're trying to figure out how to keep your energy high. You're a high performer. Like those are a lot of things that that you're juggling. And if it was really interesting, then it would just be crazy and chaotic all the time. And the truth is, to the outside world, it is like that. I mean, I remember when I was just starting out, and this was about two and a half years ago. And if you know, I get asked all the time, it's like, well, what were some of your biggest failures? Like, what was the biggest obstacle? It's like, when you're just starting out, the biggest obstacle is yourself. You know, the biggest obstacle is is you against those inner demons, your your limiting beliefs, you know, the voices that keep asking yourself, like, who are you to think that you're good enough to to go out and do this? Who are you to think that you can do this? Right. What message do you have? What value do you have? And, you know, when, when you know, I was doing it out of my parents living room at that time um, and, and they live in Toronto and they would come home um, after work. And, uh, you know, they'd be exhausted from just a grueling day of, of their job and, and commuting and, and all these different factors. Um, and then they would see their, their son who had, like, quit their job, you know, who had, like, traveled, spent, like, all his savings on traveling and going and learning a third language and, um, and experiencing life, right? And, and then all of a sudden wanting to go share a message, you know, and if you talk to me back then, the message was so vague that I couldn't even explain it to you. You know, I couldn't explain it to myself. Right. And it took a lot of reiteration. It took a lot of tweaking. It took a lot of sharing it, you know, um, in rooms. I remember doing, you know, some of my first speaking engagements of rooms of literally five to ten people. And, you know, I don't know if anybody paid to be there. Um, you know, I don't know if anyone was forced to be there. But, you know, I was I was trying to treat it like it was the speaking engagement of my life, mm. you know. And I remember, you know, trying to, you know, trying all sorts of things when I began writing blogs, doing videos, you know, uh, whatever it is that people were saying that was working in the marketplace, I would try those things, you know. So is, is it Snapchat? Is it Pinterest? Is it YouTube ads? Like whatever it was, like I just went from like one thing to the next. And I remember um, someone told me this, this concept of, and you've probably heard of it as well, but it's this concept of broken bridges. Hmm. Right. And, and broken. Bridges is, 
is, is, is really simple to understand. It's like if you think of where you are now, we all have certain goals. We all have certain destinations that we want to go, right? So we are where we are right now, and there's a certain place in mind that we want to go. And we are looking at the different avenues that we could take to get to that said destination, right? And so there's bridge number one, and that bridge might be, you know, to build a six-figure, you know, business. You know, there's bridge number two. It could be, you know, create a, you know, write a book, right? And there's bridge number three that could be, you know, get really famous on social media, right? Um, so there's all these different bridges. And what I was doing was I was jumping from bridge to bridge to bridge without actually completing and getting even closer to where I actually wanted to go. Does that make sense? Sounds like me last year. <laughs> <laughs> and, and I think it's the story of a lot of entrepreneurs, you know, whether they've been in it for, you know, 10, you know, 10 years or, or they're just starting out, yeah. they still get caught in this kind of shiny object syndrome, right? Every, everyone's heard of that. And they don't exactly know where to focus their time, where to focus their energy. And honestly, for me, it wasn't until literally groups of people, like some, some, you know, people I didn't even know that well, but successful people literally sat me down and said, look, you're not going to be able to get anywhere if, unless you focus and double down on, on, on one medium. You know, and unless you focus and double down on, on the things that are working, the priorities that are in your life and in your business, um, you know, so to, to answer your question, I mean, I remember going through, there's so many different, you know, obstacles and, and stages. The ones that were most prominent to me was obviously the, the voices that, you know, that kind of haunted anybody who's just starting out on their journey of creating and, and wanting to share their message with the world. Um, and I think about it in all different assets, uh, aspects of my business. You know, we have a real estate investing portfolio that I do with my family. And a lot of times I don't know what's the next thing to do. I don't know what the right thing to do is. You know, I don't have enough maybe knowledge in, in, in the marketplace. We've only been doing it for the last four or five years. Yeah. Um, but I remember becoming, you know, I, I just remember getting to the point, uh, you know, I remember driving, uh, you know, I, it was downtown. Uh, I had to drive uptown to, to one of our, our, our properties. And, and, you know, I was kind of cursing the world. You know, I was so frustrated with all the tiny problems, like, why did I sign up for this? Like, is this even like, I don't even know if it's making money. Like, you know, and then I have all these different fires going on in, in my own personal life. Got in a fight with my girlfriend that day. And, you know, I, and, and the business wasn't, you know, achieving at the same level that I wanted it to be. And I just remember being stuck in traffic, literally, in that moment and being grateful for the problems that I was facing with because I realized that those problems are not like normal day problems. Yeah. You know, like I, I can't just like, I can't just solve it in one go. It's not just like you, you know, you're, you're bleeding from your, your, your hand. You go to shoppers and you, you pick up some band-aids and you, and you stop the bleeding, you put it on and that, that's it. Right. Like it wasn't as simple as that. Like these were long term issues that, you know, fundamentally I set it up incorrectly. And so I, I, I just, you know, for me, I always look at like, you know, how, how, like the problems that you're dealing with in your life, are you worthy of those problems? You know, are you the person mm. that can handle and deal with those problems? And I think for me, I've always thought about that at every single stage, whether it was just launching and, and just starting out or it's to, you know, double our portfolio in the next whatever, you know, months or years. Um, am I the, the person? Can I step into that person so that I can make this like this is a normal thing that I'm dealing with? Like, can I become the person? Can I grow myself to be able to overcome this challenge that's in front of me? 
Yeah, and and I think it's all about stepping in to to being the person that you need to be, right? The person that that I think a lot of us want to be, um, but a lot of times we don't know how, you know. And and I think it's it's life, and you know, I think when you start declaring yourself an entrepreneur, when you say you want to share a message with the world, when you say you want to be able to provide for your loved ones and your family and be a leader in your community, you, when you say you want to do all these things, it all sounds really great. But what is required of you, um, I, I, I don't think, you know, I think we all try to mentally try to psych ourselves up for it. Um, but you, 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 you discover when you announce that into the world and the universe what is actually required. And I think at that point you have to make a decision on are you going to step into being that person? Are you going to step into being that leader for, for others? Um, or are, are you going to just talk about it yeah. or, or make excuses or, or complain, right, or choose to be the victim um, in, in life? But in reality, the fact that you're choosing and you want to do this, I mean, it's a special thing. You know, not everyone wants to do that. Not everyone listening to this, like, you know, actually, probably if they're listening to your show, they probably at some level want to be a better leader, you know, in, in some area of their life. Right. But they probably realize that not everyone in their life sees the world in that way. I, I, I want to point to something that you said, and I think this is really important because there's a part here in your story where you were overwhelmed because there were so many bridges. So you had shiny object syndrome. And I think any entrepreneur, any leader comes across that different strategies, different books, new tools, new gurus, all that stuff. Right. But yeah. at the same time, you also said I was vague. I didn't know what my message was, but I still went and spoke and I wrote and I blogged and I did all these different things. I think because I don't know if you find this with your clients or the people that you get to work with that they try to hone the message before they even start the conversation, even step on stage or hit record on the mic. Because I feel like part, tell me if I'm wrong, but it sounds like that was probably a very important part of your process to discover it, to just go play and put it out into the world. Yeah. You know, Oliver, um, I, I, I was, uh, I was on, I think it was like either I, I don't remember exactly where it was, but a few months ago, someone kept bringing up like they did. They, they didn't know where to go with what it is that they want to do with their brand. And and I see this a lot with a lot of our, our students that are, you know, they're successful, um, you know, in their own right. But they, they have no clue what it is when it comes to a podcast. They're, they're kind of scared to kind of put it out there. Um, and so I, I want everyone to think about it in this way, which is, you know, Oliver, imagine I say, hey, you know, um, I want you to come over to my house. Um, we're having a barbecue this weekend and I love for you and, and, and your amazing fiance to be there because I love to get to know you guys more. I love to geek out on Italy with you. Right. So just come on over wherever. I don't even know where you are, but just come on over, drive over. There's like, you know, there's paid park. Well, there's no, I was going to say there's free parking, but we live in Toronto. So there's, there's <laughs> zero free parking anywhere. Ever. Um, and it's going it, to, you're going to hate driving here, but I would love to you to come to my barbecue. Right. So let's say you agree. You're like, awesome. I'm going to go hang out with Jay. This is cool. Um, what do you do, right? Let's say you don't know how to, you know, get to where I am. Chances are you'd go to Google Maps, right? And you would type in my address that I'd give to you. And Google Maps would say, you know, you'd press like start navigation. And what would Google Maps do? Google Maps would say, okay, what you want to do is go south and you want to go on this like one street. And then when you get on the, you know, first street, you want to take a right because you're going to, you know, position yourself to get on the highway, right? And then when you get on the highway, you're going to go on from the small highway to the big highway. And then when you get to the big highway, you're going to, you know, get off the exit, right? So Google tells you these steps, but notice that it does it 
step by step. Yeah. Right. Like, like it doesn't try to read to you everything. Like, I'm just trying to give an example here, but Google doesn't say, it doesn't tell you to do all those things and then have you memorize it and then puts you on your way. Right. Google says, okay, go, go get on the street. And it doesn't tell you anything else until you get on that street. Right. And, and I think the problem is with a lot of first time creators and a lot of people that are trying to figure out what they want to do with their brand or if they, you know, how to position themselves, what about pricing, what about their, their brand colors, like all these questions, right? What they're trying to do is they're sitting in the parking lot and they're sitting in the parking lot of their Ooh. dreams trying to figure out and memorize every little detail about how to get to my house, how to get to where they want to go. And it's impossible. It's impossible because you can't know what to do until you're moving, right? You, you can't mm. know, and, and there's so many factors of this, right? Like, what about customer feedback? What about validation? What, would anyone actually buy it, right? What about just sharing it with five of your friends and seeing what they say? You know what I mean? There's so many of those things, and people never move on those things, and they wonder why they're, you know, they have the e-brake on, you know, in in the parking lot, and they're like, I'm I'm very upset. I'm not the barbecue, Oliver. Well, of course you're not at the freaking barbecue because you never freaking put the car in drive. Never even put it on. You never started the car. Yeah, you that's never a, started the car. <laughs> that's a beautiful freaking metaphor, man. I get. I I totally see that. I see that in my. I see that in myself. I see that in a lot of the conversations that I find myself in. And I think that that whole just put yourself in drive, and that you're gonna find out what step you're actually on. What step is actually next? as opposed to sitting there in the parking lot and just overwhelming the heck out of yourself. It's, um, I think it's something that, um, because it's kind of like a pro and con, right? I, I think a lot of ways, like, you know, what sometimes the pro of something it also is the con. I yeah. personally find it like it's, it's kind of, it happens in, in all scenarios of life, right? Um, you know, the pro of one person, let's say they're very outspoken and, and they're very direct. That could be a pro in some scenarios, but that's the exact same thing is, is a con for that person, right? Because in certain scenarios, maybe mm. you don't want that person to like necessarily take the lead and, and be so outspoken, right? Um, same thing. I think it's an amazing blessing to be alive. Like if you're listening to this, if, if the fact that me and Oliver, we're doing this right now on today and the fact that's, you know, guarantee you someone somewhere in a country that neither of us have gone to, okay, is listening to this six months from now. Like what an amazing time that we live in. And, and maybe they are hearing the, the parking lot story. Maybe, maybe that's resonating with them, right? Maybe that gets, you know, I don't know, right? Maybe that shifts something within their daily lives, right? And they're able to go out and, and impact someone. Um, I think that's a pro, but I think the con of the world that we're living in is that there's so much noise. So how do you, you know, deal with it? How do you, do, how do you find the signal within all of the noise? Like what's your strategy? And obviously, and I, you've interviewed countless successful, high-performing individuals. So I'm sure you've gathered a ton of insights. I would love to hear how you approach it now. Because as you get more successful, let's say, quote-unquote, but you get and you get more recognition, you get more opportunities coming your way. More people want your time. More people want your attention. More people want to partner with you. So it's almost like you got to have this practice like really early on. You got to know this. Yeah, it's it's a tricky thing, and I won't lie. Um, you know, it's something that I don't necessarily have the perfect answer for. Mm. Um, but you know, for for me, I always try to think. You know, um, I, I think it's about getting super super clear 
on where it is that you actually want to go um, with the people that you want to be around. You know, um, I interviewed a guy named Craig Ballantyne. And in the fitness world, he, he's quite famous. Um, and he's a little less famous in the entrepreneurship world. But he wrote this, he wrote this book called The Perfect Day Formula. And I'm actually uh, mm. at the end of this week. I'm I'm I'm, I'm going to be going to his, his workshop. He, he's in town, and um, you know I, I'm you know we know each other. And he was like, hey, just come out to this workshop. I, I want you to kind of critique it and and, and kind of sit in the back and, and just look at the whole thing. Cool. And I was looking through some of the worksheets. I, I read his book before he came on my show. And it, the perfect day formula. You know, we we don't have time to kind of go through the entire framework. But the the question it starts asking you. Okay, it, it's a whole series of questions. But it starts asking you and getting you to describe what is the perfect day mm. right and and I know you're you're probably very familiar with exercises like this right in terms of you know well how you know um if I was to give you a per, you know wave a magic wand right you get you get to everything you get to choose it's going to happen so how do you want to wake up absolutely is it going to be coffee is it going to be tea right what, what do you want for your breakfast is it Espresso. is it you know yeah like it, whatever it is right how do you want to be spending your time how do you want to be generating revenue what kind of impact do you want to make, right? Are, are you are you working with a lot of people or are you working with little people, right? Uh, are you, do you want to have a thousand clients or do you want to have like ten clients? You know, is it high ticket? Is it low ticket? Right? Like, so all these questions, like, but it's like perfect day. So like, you don't have to say anything that you don't actually want to have. Would you, you know do I mean? it now? Would you do it like the perfect day now, or would you think of it as the perfect day in the future? So for me, I like to think of the perfect day. Like almost like three years from now. Okay. I'm like, how, how do so I want to live my not life? Not like too far, but th but still in the future. So so here's the thing. Um, and uh, you know, I know we talked about Italy, and I and I know you know I, I was mentioning to you, I was so happy for you, uh, especially when I you know when when I saw that um you know you you were you got engaged uh in in Chiquinteria in in Italy too. Um, and I just got back from Italy, and part of the reason I was there, and part of the reason um. I take seriously or I take traveling seriously is not because I'm attached to some idea of wanting to be a digital nomad, mm. right? Um, the reason I do it, there's, there's a specific reason, is because my girlfriend and I did an exercise about six months ago, about six, seven months ago, where we said – with same kind of thing. Like what's the perfect life? What's the perfect day for us three years from now? Right. What kind of business do I want? You know, what, what kind of business does she want? Like, how does she want to be spending our time? And we realized through that exercise, Oliver, that we want to have two home bases, you know, mm. and, and it's a weird thing to kind of say out loud because, you know, most people feel like, it I, though. Right. Like I struggled to create one home base. I was like, I guess it, you know, like, I guess it's Toronto. Right. But like, you, you, can, you, can see, you know what I mean? Like my family's from here. I was born here, even though I've lived in, you know, I've lived in U.S. and I lived in China. I lived in all these different areas, but it's like, I guess it's here. You know, like you never like gave it any thought. It's kind of like you, you put the default version yes. of anything. Uh, you put the default version of in your life. Right. And I'm not saying you know, the default version of whatever technology or whatever program is terrible. I'm just saying, look, if it's your life, you probably want to put a little bit of thought into it, you know, and even me, like even, this is six months ago. So like super fresh. Um, we, we realized that, look, we want to live in two home bases, we wanted two offices, two studios. Where? This is the life that we want to be able to do. We so, figured out one in Italy okay, and one in Canada, right? Part, you know, you mentioned Canada's a big place. Canada's big place. So you said, hey, Jay, you're, you're going to Vancouver later on. So why is Jay going to Vancouver, right? 
Is it because there's all these amazing events and, and meetups and all, all these things there? Sure. Yeah. But I'm also there to like check out the city in terms of lifestyle, in terms of what do I want as a place, as a home base. Yeah. Right. And so it's very intentional. So out of curiosity, out of discovery of like, okay, is, is Toronto my home base or let's go play with Vancouver and see if that's a potential. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I think, um, for me, you know, some people they, they, um, <laughs> you know, I, a long time ago, I did this thing called a Kobe index and, uh, I, I don't know if you, you're familiar with the Kobe or not. Um, but essentially it tests who you are when you're under pressure and, you know, to go back to kind of this whole thing of like, do you, how do you do this? Right. How do you, how do you become intentional of all this? I think you have to get to know yourself very well. Mm-hmm. You know, I think that's one, but one of the factors of the Kobe is it tells you how much information one would need to make a decision. Okay. And so some people, and, and you know, these people in your life, right? They need, you know, you tell them all the information, they understand all the specs. They still can't make a decision. Yep. You know what yep. I mean? And then you also know That's the inverse of that, right? <laughs> yeah, like, I, and, and, and I know that, right? But you also know the inverse of that. Someone that needs about 5%, 5, 10% of the, you know, they almost don't even need yeah. information. But, like, isn't that you, you, you know, you tell them one time, they're like, you know what? It sounds good. Let's do it, right? And so for me, what I know about myself is that I'm about a six. It, it, they give you all these numbers from scale to one to 10. It's not bad. It's not like, oh, I, I'm a seven, so I'm higher. It's not about that. Right. It's just like who you are when you're under pressure. So you, you want to know that I'm about a six, meaning I don't need all the information. I just like to have some. I'm about like a halfway by the time, you know, halfway through something. I'm like, OK, I got it. Let me let me like I'm good. You know, um, so knowing that about myself, I, I, I haven't experienced Vancouver. I've been in the airport once, but hey, hey, let's, <laughs> be serious. let's not count those. Right. Um, so, yeah, like I, I just need a few more reference points. Um, and, and I'll be very confident to, to make my decision. So, um, that, that was part of the thinking for, for Vancouver and being in the West coast. And all this really, it really does line up with your whole barbecue scenario, because it's like, you, you know, you want to go to the barbecue, you know, where Jay's house is. So put it into the, your GPS and, and this is how you're going to get there. And it's, and what you're, what you're saying here is like, what does, what's the perfect day in your life three years from now? And if you know the des- if you have an idea of the destination, you can get on the same page, perhaps with your with yourself and your partner. Then you can start taking the steps. You can put the car in drive. You can put your life in drive and start moving. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'll, I'll say one thing, and, and and we'll just wrap up, or you know, we we can keep going if you if you want. Yeah. But um, like um, what what did I want to say? I just completely forgot. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, no, no. So this is also really important, right? And when I say wrap up, I mean just wrap up on on this topic. Um, Here's the thing. Like when you make that projection of your life, just I think a lot of people stop there, right? They hear that and they go, okay, vision board or, you know, uh, visualize. Okay, I got it. You know what I mean? And like those are my type of people too because they kind of stop listening halfway through. But, you know, check check this out. You have to go one step further, which is you have to reverse engineer Hmm. that vision into about a 90-day period, meaning your next 90 days, okay? And so this is what, like, literally, this is, like, I, I shared this with, uh, I, I'm sure you know the book, The One Thing. Yeah, I've right? never read it yet, though. That's all good. It's all good. Most people haven't, actually. Um, but it, it's, like, one of those books, is like, it's kind of like one of those, like, um, it, it's almost like in business, it's like there's only so many of those books, right? And, and it's one of those books. So if you haven't read The One Thing, uh, do recommend it. But I had the uh, uh, the co-author, Jay Papazon, on, really, really great guy. 
And um, the whole premise of the book is to essentially, just like the title says, do one thing. Focus on one thing and, and you're going to be successful pretty much. Pick one thing, which gives a lot of people tons of anxiety because they're like, oh, my God, I can be great at like a million things. Um, but I shared with him this exercise that I did with my girlfriend. I didn't know if it was good or bad. I, I didn't read it from any book. We just did it. And uh, he called me. He was like, you are the biggest high-performance nerd ever. And I'm like, is that a – I was like, I'll take it as a compliment. Um, but it, the, the really important aspect of this is that you have to reverse engineer the – like don't just like let the vision – like have it's great that it has all this sex appeal and like you get to imagine you know all the stuff that you're doing you know three years from now but you have to say okay if i want if i'm gonna be there i know i'm gonna be there right not like we already mapped it out we're gonna be there so where do i need to be in the next 90 days right and then at the end of 90 days you, you do it again right you go okay well what's the vision in three years right because it might have changed yeah right it might have changed you know, chances are you might have changed. You might not be together with the same person. Especially, hey, especially if you've taken action in those 90 days, you start to step forward and you might realize there's some aspects that just don't line up. They don't fit. And, and you realize you go, hey, look, I wanted to build a, an eight-figure agency. But, you know, 90 days later, you go, I hate agent. Like, I, why <laughs> would I do that, right? And so it's, it's so you have to check in. You have to periodically check in. Um, I don't know who told me this. I don't know if it's true. It sounds true, to be honest with you. But they say the human mind can't see further than 90 days. Wow. I don't know. Yeah. And, and, and when, when someone said that, I go, wow, think of all the business plans. You know, I, I, I came from business school and, and I felt uh, in a lot of ways when I was younger that I had to go through those motions, right? So uh, I went through business school and I remember every little thing. You have a, okay, where, where's your business plan? You know, where's the projection of it's going to be every five years? It's like, look, every business plan in the history of business plans have them growing and doubling their business every six months for the next five years, right? Like that's, you if know, only everything point, went according to plan. Exactly, right? Everybody has themselves being successful. Like, why? you know what I mean? And look, the truth is, if it was that simple of just writing it on paper and saying, I'm going to double my income in the next five years, and by year five, I'll be this ultra millionaire, billion, like whatever the life you want, right? Um, if it was that simple, every single person would do it. But I, I really think that people forget that second part of just literally checking in and it's this practice, right? It's not this thing that you just, you just do one time. You, you uh, Oh, I heard Jay and Oliver talk about it. I did it and I did it for the first 90 days. But then like, I, I just said, you know, it was kind of working, but then I forgot to do it. And on to the next bridge. Yeah. On to the <laughs> next thing, right? Next shiny object. So what would you say is the biggest thing missing for people? They, they, they hear, they get strategies, they get these ideas what do you from your experience now what do you think is missing i don't think people understand what it is to move fast and huh. I, that that's it because i the, it goes back to the whole like driving thing i'm not saying you need to just speed through life you know please put on your seat there's so many analogies we can draw from this this is <laughs> awesome but um no, no no like i really don't like people okay when when you whenever anybody like, and this is what I discovered way early on in, in podcasting, right? I started the podcast because I thought, you know, it'd be amazing to give back to people that I've, uh, you know, one, aspire to be, two, have inspired me through their content, their books, their, you know, their actions, right? Um, and three, crap, I get to interview my heroes and I get to showcase it to people like, you know, mm -hmm. like I, I thought the argument was like it was a no brainer in my mind, right? Um, 
But one of the things that when you talk to successful people, when you talk to people that are um, they're 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 living the life, they're, they're it's not even about success. You know, I, I had Naveen Jain on, um, who's a guy who's projected to be the world's first trillionaire. He's you know, amazing. Uh, He's he's incredible, and uh, he should definitely come on your show. By the way, um, you know um, if if he hasn't, but um, you know the first thing he said, I think it's recorded. He says the, literally the first thing he says, Jay, let's not even talk about money because it's not about the money; it's about living your message, you know. <laughs> and I was like, dude, this is coming from a like, come the, on, the he's, next he's, trillionaire, like, the first trillionaire, <laughs> yeah, the first trillionaire, and he doesn't want to bring up money. Now, a lot of people listening to this, they're gonna say. Well, he's a billionaire, so he doesn't yeah. need to think about money, Easier right? for him, right? But look, it, it, I, I'm just going to put something out there, and we don't need to answer it necessarily, right? But do you think it's because he's a billionaire that he says that? Or do you think he believed that, and that's part of the reason why he's a billionaire? You, you know what I mean? Like, Sit just, with that. Right? Sit just, with just, that question. Just think about that, okay? So what I'm trying to say is that people that are ultra-successful – they're moving. They're living their message. They're embodying it. You can hear it. You can see it. You can see an Instagram of them. You're like, holy crap, this guy's positive. You know what I mean? Like, you, you, he doesn't need to tell you he's positive, he's confident, or 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 they're living their message, right? So they're living it. People are are, are trying to plan and scheme and and trying to map everything out that they forget about that. They forget about that portion and the reason they can't collaborate and they can't work and they can't get these people on their show is because they themselves are not in momentum mm -hmm. and people can see it right if you're in the game people can sense that you're in the game they can sense that you've got some momentum going on they, they want to help that because they're fans of momentum right they're fans of moving fast they're fans of implementing uh implementing ideas they're, they're fans of taking action right um, so I just think like people like they, they hold themselves back because they overanalyze, they overthink. There's too many options. There's so much noise in the world, um, and I think sometimes the answer is to actually just to disengage with everything, and get one you know one clean sheet of paper out, and you and the pen. That's it, and and that's right there. That call that the roadmap to your life. Draft it all up. If you go through both sides of the page, you know bring up a new page if you need to. But literally, that's it. Like right there, that's how you can do it. I feel like it's the, the whole thing of taking action is just I, it, people need to realize I, it was Don Campbell who taught me this, where he always mm -hmm. put it in the beginning of his presentations. I don't know if he did it for this last acre, but he always says 80% of people will do nothing with what they learned this weekend. Dude, it, Which it, is it, much, it, it's mind blowing. Well, I'll, I'll give you a really good example, and, and I hate to you know, kind of go into the media frenzy of, of this next topic, um, but um, I was at a dinner one time, okay, and uh, this was about – this was January 2016, or maybe it was January – it was either – no, I'm pretty sure – I think – okay, so it was January, okay, and it, the story has to do with cryptocurrency, okay, um, and someone at this table said, I bet our friendship – like 10 people, 10 people sitting at the table. Everyone's very smart. Everyone, you know, has their own successful business in their own right. I was, I don't know why I was there, to be honest. I, I think I was like a backup for someone or something, um, but I was there. And um, literally the guy said, I bet, like, I, like I will bet our friendship. You know what I mean? Like when you got nothing to bet else, like it's not about money. Go, like, mm. I promise you, you invest X amount, it was like a very low number, like under a thousand, maybe let's call it a thousand into this exact, we're, we're not going to, I'm not going to talk about it because I don't want our conversation to be about cryptocurrency. But um, if you do it, 
uh, I guarantee you, just let it ride. It, it will forever change your life. And at least you'll be into, you know, the blockchain. And look, if it's all gone, it's $1,000. Like, what's $1,000? So literally 10 people, okay? Out of my knowledge, because I still talk to all 10 of them, um, I, I, know, I know two people that did it that night, okay? They did it that night. And they literally, in the last year and a bit, I guess it was 2017 because it was the last year and a bit, um, they were able to cash out and they were able to literally have enough like it it that thousand created more business revenue than two or three of their previous business revenues combined. It's crazy, Ooh. right? Two people out of the ten did because they took, took action that night, right? I wanted to take action, but guess what? I like looked it up. I I like spent like fifteen minutes researching it. I was like, ah, oh, you know what? I'm a little busy. Didn't take action. Okay, so you're you're and, a six on uh, the Colby score. <laughs> yeah, like I, I needed a little more information, right? And I was like, oh, God. And so I didn't – like I knew that they took action and I was like, oh, I'll do it. I'll do it. You know, it's kind of like when you put it on your Google Calendar and every time it comes up, you kind of like move it back three days. Uh, so that's what I was doing. And so that's a beautiful So that's a beautiful insight because, you know, the way you were saying like there's always a pro and con, right, to a certain way of being or a certain personality trait. And it's like it's almost when you recognize it then and you recognize the both sides of the coin, like you can – you can work with it. You could work against it depending on what it is you're trying to achieve. Like if you acknowledge it, if you're honest about it. Yeah. And, and honestly, looking back, I, you know, you can't really predict the future. So you don't know yeah. sometimes like if it's something worth digging a little deeper, right? It was one dinner. It was one conversation. We spent three and a half hours there. Everyone was exhausted, but everyone was like super excited to, to be around each other. Um, I know those two people took action right away. I know other people that they literally never like they never I don't think they ever invested in, in cryptocurrency. Right. Which is that's that's cool, too. But I, I moved like probably four or five months later after that point. Different world, man. Different world. You know what I mean? Different numbers, different world, different results. You know, um, you know, I, I, and I look at that and I go, isn't that interesting, Oliver? Same room, same information, same time of day, right? Mm-hmm. Different results. Happens all the time. Happens every single day. Every single course, conference, book, every single time, right? Guarantee you, there's two people listening to this. One's going to do something different after listening to this. Another's going to just go about their life as if nothing has happened. Different results. So what would you say to those people? The people who... who absorb information and don't necessarily take action because i feel like there's a some people are just at that stage where it's not time to take action and and perhaps something you know something inside of them is just not in tune or connected with how badly things might have to change and when when they do then it'll be time but what would you say to those people you know um i <laughs> uh, i know you've had philip mckernan on uh, a couple, like, I, I know you guys have done some awesome collaborations. Um, and I remember the first time I saw Philip and Philip is someone I, I deeply, um, admire and, and I deeply look up to, um, in, in a lot of ways. And, uh, I, I, I when you see Philip in action and, and what he does, um, uh, I think, I think about his question, which is, how's that working out for you? You know, how, how's that working out for you? How's that playing out for you? And, you know, there's people that they're happy. Like, I, 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 I try to have empathy towards, like, people that are – they're just, like, they're really content with how things are in their lives. And yeah. it's not perfect. 
Um, they complain about tons of things, but um, they're happy. Like they're 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 content and they they're not they don't want to shift things around. Hey, look, if that's you, like I think like on some levels it's it it, it might be easier, right? Because you you at least are like just come to terms that you you know stop complaining because you can't possibly complain if you're not willing to change about something, right? Um, I I just think for most of your listeners, people that kind of want that. Yeah, you know, like, like you know if, they're, mean, like, if they're listening to something like this, like this, they're seeking information. They're seeking nuggets of wisdom from people from from people who have different types of experiences than them. Like, like there's something in them that is that wants it, that craves it. So they yeah. must want to change. It, look, it's 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 an internal drive, right? Maybe your parents came from a really poor background. I, I know for me, that's that's a huge driver for me, right? right? Looking at the way they sacrificed, like you know, immigrating to a new country, didn't you know they were in their 30s, you know, left all their friends and family, didn't speak a language, right? Like I think about that and I go, I could, you know what I mean? Like I could figure this out, you know what I mean? Um, and and look, like for those people that are seeking, it's um. Same. It's it's the same question. It's like how's how's all of this working out for you? And people people know what they want to do. Like like people know what they need to do. If like look, if I was really 100%. that serious about getting in better shape and, and putting on muscle, I wouldn't wait to to go to the gym. I'd start doing you know thirty forty push ups every day. Maybe I'd do it midday. You know what I mean? Like I could start doing these things. But clearly, I'm not in pain enough in my mind, or clearly, I don't want it that bad. You know, huh. and therefore I don't do it, right? But then that's honest. I, so th- I think that's I think that's a huge thing to acknowledge is that that is honest, mm. as opposed to, hey, I like I really wanna I really wanna have a rock solid body. It's like, but yeah, I just kind of I'm kind of busy. But you're just like, well, obviously I just don't want it bad enough. Like I think that's more that's more honest. Then you have something. Then you have something to work with. Then you're like at ground zero. Yeah, I, look, I I think that's great like, to point that out. Well, and, and, and I love that you're, you're, you're circling to that um, because the, the principles are the same. Look, yeah. the, the success principles, like it's not rocket science. A lot – it's been well documented. None of literally anything I just said – maybe except for that car analogy. Um, <laughs> nothing I said is like revolutionary, like didn't reinvent yeah. the wheel, right? But look, I just gave you more practical examples and, and these are examples I see in my life every single day from students, from friends, from people that, that want to quit, from people that want to start. Look – there's tons of people that want to do tons of things. Like it's not like you, you get super clear on what it is that you where it is that you want to go and pick one way of going there and and and, and dedicate yourself and your time to doing it. Love it, man. So I, I know we we have to turn we have to get a round two going because we're short on time with you. But I would love to get your 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 next growth edge, like what you're excited about and where everyone could find you. Yeah, um, you know, if you're listening to this, and uh, you know, I, I've listened to some of your interviews before, and and we kind of, we, we we both socially kind of stalk each other uh, every now and then. So I I really appreciate this chance to just kind of dive deeper with you. Um, if you enjoyed any of this content, I mean, hey, we produce uh, amazing content on on my podcast called the Inner Change Maker. Um, you know, and uh, if you you know vibe with some of the things that we we've said here, I'd love to have you uh, come over there, check out some of the interviews. Um, one place that I'm actually spending a lot more time on, on diving into the behind the scenes 
stuff is actually my YouTube channel. And, uh, oh. you know, I, re- I was recording a lot of some behind the scenes and we started that literally this week. So we're going to be uploading a lot more kind of behind the scenes, what it's really like. Um, and so that's Jay Wong TV. Um, if, if anyone is, is uh, curious to see, you know, what, what is, you know, what is the honest truth behind it all? Awesome. So tune in to the inner change maker on your favorite podcast app. Find Jay Wong TV on YouTube for the behind the scenes. I can't wait to see that, man. Yeah. Well, I, I hope that's exciting. You're, you're, I think this is, I'm pretty sure actually, this is the first exclusive, the first time I actually said that out loud that we, that we're yes. doing that because I literally started that yesterday. Uh, <laughs> awesome, man. Yeah. Well, I, I appreciate you taking the time, brother. Hey, man, I, I, I can't wait to, to hopefully anybody who, who vibed of any of this, please, please, please let us know on social, uh, share it with someone that, that, you know, you, you thought would be, um, you know, impacted with this as well. And, and let us know because, uh, it, you know, I'd love to do a round two uh, with Oliver and, and, and I'm sure we can make it more actionable for, for your listeners. Absolutely. Jay, man, it was an honor. Thanks for coming okay. on. We'll talk soon, man. Bye. Take care, brother. Hey guys, it's Oliver again. Before you take off, I wanted to give another huge thank you to Jay Wong for coming on the show. Make sure to get access to today's show notes at olivermanalise.com forward slash show. Huge shout out to Marlon Manalise for putting the show notes together for each and every episode. Uh, If you have any comments or would love to connect, please find me over on Instagram. My username is at Oliver Manalise. I'm pretty active on there and constantly post things about life, love, and leadership. You can also find me and follow me over on Facebook. Hit me up with a DM. I'd really love to hear from you. If you enjoyed this episode, please feel free to share this with a friend, your community, on social media. And be sure to rate us and write a review for us over at iTunes. If you haven't already joined Oliver's Picks, I highly suggest you sign up. Go to olivermanalise.com forward slash picks to receive my exclusive monthly newsletter filled with the top things I'm loving, learning, and getting a ton of value from. And if you're interested in support in navigating an important transition in your life in search of greater alignment with your purpose and want to make an impact while still having a great life, I'd love to speak with you. Set up a complimentary session over at olivermanalise.com. And if you do, I look forward to supporting you. And that's it, folks. See you next time.